Hi girls! Welcome to the Chat Library, a library where we read your minds and solve your girl problems. This podcast is presented by Fazana, a university student, and myself, Sarobi, a GCC student, who have faced the glamours and hardships of being a girl. In this episode, we'll be chatting all about menstruation. Now, obviously, as a girl, we can't really make a podcast without talking about one of these things that many girls go through worldwide. In fact, probably right now, one of you guys might be having your menstruation or anyone in this world, any girl could be having the menstruation. And this is something that we really, really need to talk about because I feel like this is something that can be known as a stigma. Not many people like to talk about menstruation, but we should really understand this is something that every girl will go through at some point in their lives and it's something that we should be comfortable talking about. So obviously menstruation is something that a lot of people find that is a curse but we're going to be really discussing if menstruation is a blessing or a curse, should schools be more lenient towards girls with their menstruation and also some tips for girls on menstruation, how to relieve their pain and also some activities they can do if they're relaxing. So obviously this is a very relevant topic for all of us girls if you're listening to this podcast and the reason why we wanted to make this is because number one we kind of already had an idea that we were going to make this podcast and number two is because we actually did a poll on our Instagram which is at the chat library definitely make sure to go and follow us there but we actually held a poll about what girl problems do you face and one of the uh you know suggestions were that they hate their period pain so this is why this podcast will hopefully be quite helpful to those who basically are going through menstruation now before we get started I would just like to basically ask my sister who obviously is 21 years old um and obviously she's had her menstruation so she would actually like to share her first period or her period story. So what is your period story? Okay, so I clearly remember when I was, I think, 11 years old or something like that. That's when I got it for the first time. So I actually have experience of 10 years having this every month. Um, I clearly remember um, it was one day and it was very sunny. And suddenly I just see red stuff when I'm doing my number one. And then I'm suddenly thinking, what the heck is this? I've never seen this before. I've never experienced this before in my whole life. And the best part is that I didn't even feel any pain or anything so I was thinking oh this is just nothing but I'm not gonna tell parents because they might get unnecessarily worried and stuff and then it just kept coming out coming out and I was thinking what the heck is going on why doesn't it just stop because I thought it was an accident or something or maybe something slipped off or whatever I don't know Um, but then I told my mother and then my mother was like ugh that's the expression she did literally this is the expression she did she was like no she was like why why so early and uh and that was it and then I found out um all the about all these things but I just wished maybe my mama my mother told me beforehand so I would know how to manage it but since I didn't know it was so different but what about you well, definitely. I think that, you know, like nowadays, I feel like more um, teenagers actually start getting to know about it like much earlier. Like I got to know about it from quite an early age, like the age I think is quite relevant to know about. But I would just like to say that, you know, one thing that is quite relatable to me is basically, for example, when I go to school and obviously we all get periods like I also have it, but like sometimes of course but I'm saying that when I go because I go to an all-girls school like it is actually very common to see girls with hot water bottles and when you see these girls with the hot water bottles saying they have pains you know that they're on the period and this is something that even like um 
you know my friends have done before as well like they just literally are so open about it which I think is quite not that open about if you go to a mixed school because guess what I've been in both a mixed school and an all-girls school and I know that yes in mixed schools they do talk about it but in all-girls school is so much more open because there are no boys there and you can just really be open about it and like even if you have your hot water bottle with you no one will really judge you because everyone knows that everyone goes through this so definitely that would kind of be my experience about you know how I see girls um quite being quite open about it in an all-girls school I think it's because of the generation is just now changing so this brings us to our first question and that is is menstruation a blessing or a curse according to you? Well, I think that, you know, a lot of people might think that menstruation is a curse, especially if you're that girl who actually goes through period pains. And I feel like the reason why some girls will find it as a curse is because of those period pains. They might have to stay at home. They might have to relax the hot water bottle. They might have to take medications to relieve the pain. So really, a lot of people will think that it is basically a curse. However, I'm here to tell you that there are plenty of reasons for why menstruation is actually a blessing. The first one is because definitely menstruation gives you time to relax because if you're a t- that type of girl who basically is working all the time, who's always busy, who's a workaholic and you never really have that time in the month where you relax, there's like a natural way for you to relax every month or whenever you get your period and you just basically sit down, You even if you have the pain, you're still technically relaxing, you're probably not doing like like any intense work so I think that that is kind of a natural way for you to relax and secondly I think that definitely it makes us more tolerant to pain I feel like you know obviously obviously the reason why girls can get pregnant and not boys is because obviously girls are actually more tolerant to pain so and that is not that is a literal fact it's not like I'm you know attacking boys in any way but that is a literal fact that's why women are more tolerant to pain so we should be very grateful that we're very strong women for being able to go through this Definitely. And then to add to your points, I think that menstruation is some one of the most important things that makes us differentiate from men because um, men don't go through this every single month for five to seven days. Um, but we do. And in that way, that shows that we are different from men. And that is something that even if it's uh, even if you might argue like with the feministic, you know, a point of view and stuff like no, 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 men and women are the same. But actually, biologically, we're both very different and we both work very differently. I think also another thing that makes us really um that makes menstruation in a in a in a way a blessing is because it it gives us the opportunity to give birth because obviously men cannot do that again and um the fact that we can give life to human beings and the fact that we came out of a woman that makes it even more um you know a, a blessing in a way and the third thing is of course because it tells us that every time you get your period every single month obviously tells your system that everything is working nicely and properly so um there's no nothing to be worried about but so for example some friends of mine don't get it for two three five months and they get so worried that what the heck is going on so the fact that if, if you get it every single month for five to seven days that should be a blessing Definitely. But I feel like, of course, if you do actually have problems with the period, whether you get it way too regularly, like, you know, very uh, consistently, or if you actually get it very irregularly, like, you know, after many, many months or many weeks, definitely make sure to tell your doctor because I think that that is absolutely important. Um, so yeah, make sure that obviously, like, you need to really know that. Um, however, we're going to go on to the second question, this podcast episode. And that is about schools, because as I said, in my school, 
school I go to an all-girls school and I do see that girls actually have those little hot water bottles with them trying to relieve their pain and obviously the girls sometimes complain that you know it's hurting them but sometimes like schools wouldn't actually allow girls who have their menstruation to go home or relax or to be off work so my question to you is do you think schools should be more lenient towards girls with their menstruations do you think that they should be letting them go home or do you think they should just let them stay in the medical room in school where they just sit down and relax without doing any work so what do you think I think that um, this is a question that cannot be, of course, answered with a simple yes and no because there are many advantages and disadvantages to be taking ca- t- taken into account. Um, so I'm going to be talking about both sides. So first of all, I think that no, schools uh, should not be lenient um, towards girls who might be going through this because it will create some kind of special rights for girls and the boys will be left out in a way. Because if you're talking about feminism, for example, feminism says that, again, after, as I mentioned before, that men and women are all the same so that means that the fact that guys don't get it is not their fault but the fact that you might be going through this it shouldn't be a cause for you to not get somehow more rights than guys because that would create inequality between both of the sexes so um I think that in that that's a really good uh, relevant argument because um everybody here wants to have the same amount of rights so the fact that you might be getting some extra it doesn't really make sense but obviously that is something that also schools should be lenient towards girls who might be going through the periods because I think that it is something which is natural and is something which must be respected because even um everyone every girl in your life might be going through this so if you're a guy listening to this I'm not sure but if you're a guy listening to this your mother goes through this um every single month your sister goes through it your aunt your teachers your um coaches that might be female whatever it is whoever is, wh- whichever female is in your life they might be going through this at this very moment so it makes sense to for the schools to actually let girls go home and make them relax even if it's for one day only um it doesn't have to be you know or maybe do half a day or something like that and then go home and then resume the work um that might be sent by the teacher through the laptops and stuff online so yeah I think that will be my answer well yes definitely as you can see there is not really a straight answer to this question and if I had to answer this question I would say that first of all I think schools should probably not be uh, lenient towards girls with a menstruation because let's be honest we have to understand that some countries actually um you know, especially the more poorer countries, they actually don't allow girls to go to school who have their menstruation. So they restrict those girls with their menstruation and they are not allowed to go to school. And the fact that if you're in a developed country or if you're in a country where you are still allowed to go to school despite having a menstruation, that in itself is a blessing because there are so many girls who, let's say, they were really passionate about education, they go to school and just after three weeks, they get their period again for another week and then they just have to miss that one week of school. And in fact, their male classmates could be getting ahead of them. And that is why maybe girls um, in those countries might not be, might always be a little bit lower in terms of grades than guys because maybe guys are going ahead of them all the time so we definitely need to understand that if you're in a country where your school actually allows you to still go to school despite having menstruation then I think that in itself is a blessing and I also think that definitely um, by now I feel like you know some may argue that 
some girls should be used to this by now like you know if you've been having it every month by now you should be used to you know how to deal with this and you know you should have all your sanitary products ready you should you know know which medications you have to take if you have to take any or whatever it is so you know some may argue that you should be used to it so you shouldn't have to take any days off school however I also may argue that schools should be more lenient towards girls with the menstruation because everyone has different amounts of pain and you know there are some girls who go through extreme amounts of pain and you know it's just not very nice to force them to stay in school because let's be honest your health is very important and you know I guess that you know but I also think that just staying a half day wouldn't really work because for those girls who actually uh, have intense amounts of pain then they wouldn't really just the pain might not go in just half a day they might have to take like three four days but again you may argue that that's going to take a lot of um you know time away from education it's going to be very hard for them to catch up on work later on so definitely there is both a pros and cons but also I think that schools should not be lenient because let's be honest if you're a girl and you're going to go out into the working world in the future um, your boss is not going to allow you to basically go off work or even if you're the own boss then you know you don't want to stay off work for too long just because of a menstruation so there's definitely a lot of advantages and disadvantages definitely and of course you might be sharing and creating your own opinions by listening to this and we're very welcome for you to send them those in our instagram and stuff but this brings us to our very last podcast episode question and that is um basically some of the tips that we would like to review and what are some of the tips to review pain and what to do when you're relaxing so my sister will be talking about what to do when you're going through period and i will be talking about how to relieve pain and stress and anxiety and whatever it is so what are your tips yeah definitely like so i think that you know if you actually um in your menstruation and you do get pain you might realize that you have to basically just lie down in bed or sit down for quite a long time and you know even if you're in school for example even I know we're in like you know when I mean right now I'm in the summer holidays but if even if you're not in the summer holidays and you know if, if you, even if you're in school and you're in the medical room of your school then you might just realize they're literally doing nothing there you might just have a hot water bottle with you and it just literally uh, lying down and staring at the ceiling so here are some activities that I would like to suggest if you actually do have a break every single time you have your menstruation because of your pains. So my first activity that I would say if you want to actually relieve your pain and distract yourself from the pain is to actually read a book because I feel like a lot of girls, they're busy throughout the month. They don't get time to read the book. But if you actually are lying down while having your menstruation pain and you have nothing to do, I think reading a book is a great way to actually activate yourself and get yourself into another world because you know when you read a book you might especially if it's a fiction book you might just zone into another world and you might even forget about your pains and I think that distracting yourself from the pain is really good so I think that definitely reading a book can be something that's very good however if you actually want to do something that's a little bit more I would say creative then my second tip would be to actually do some coloring so you know you can literally buy coloring books from online if you want to but you can just get a coloring book or you can draw something yourself and then color it in and basically coloring is a way for you to de-stress as well so again you might distract yourself from the pain and it's going to be quite a nice activity for you to do if you're going through the pains and my third activity that I would say is definitely catching up on social media 
Of course, if you're in school and your uh, teachers don't allow you to use your phone, that's probably not possible. But if you're at home and you're going through menstruation, I think that this is the best time for you to catch up on social media. Make sure not to do it too much because that's going to consume all your energy. But even if you just do it for 10-15 minutes, just distracting yourself by looking at social media, then I think that's can be quite good because if you catch up on social media, you won't have to do it later on when you're going to be away from your menstruation and you know you're like ready and fit to go and if you actually just use that time where you have your menstruation to catch up on social media you won't have to do it later on i will definitely write these tips down if i were you listening to this and i'll of course be revealing some tips that i personally implement sometimes to make sure that my period pains are under control and they're not affecting my life in any shape or form so the first one that i would say definitely is to relax and take a break because if you're putting more outward stress on yourself by maybe doing a lot of academic work or maybe watching a movie or a documentary that's really scary and distressing and stuff or you might be doing anything which is making you stressed and please stop doing that because this is the period of time especially for the first two or three days of your period please stop doing that because you want to make sure that your body is relaxed and is trying to excrete out all those um, toxins out of your body so let it happen in a nicely way and not in a distressful way the second thing that I would say that I think many girls do unfortunately when they get the period that is to eat a lot of junk food and sugary foods because they think that they're in a movie somehow and they're thinking about those girls who might have had a breakup just now and they're thinking oh I'm gonna eat now ice cream chocolate ice cream and I'm gonna cry because it's hurting me so much as if I'm going through a breakup but you know what that's actually damaging your body uh, because all you're all you're doing to your body is just making it worse for it to release all the toxins out because in a way all the things that are coming out of your body are toxins so you don't want to put more toxins on your body by eating junk food which has been expired five days ago or a pizza which is so oily and greasy or uh, a cake that might be very sugary and it has a lot of sugar for your own body so i would definitely say not to eat stuff that might be triggering your stress inside your body and number three i think that this is something which is underrated and that is that please do exercise go for a run maybe do a little bit of jogging maybe do a little bit of dumbbell workouts or um, do a yoga or whatever you want to do or meditation um, any kind of exercise actually relieves your pain because in a way it distracts you uh, from the pain as well but obviously if you can't handle the pain at all and you can't really move at all then please do lay down on your bed but exercise has after I started doing exercise whilst having my periods I think it has changed my life completely because I feel much stronger more feminine more uh, energetic because I feel like that I'm so much in power in a way and you will only realize that if you do exercise when you have your periods and these will be my tips yeah definitely there is actually a myth that you know people who exercise in their periods like they're gonna have more excretion and they're going to have more problems but actually I think that's a myth because even in school like my PE teachers I think they I don't know but I think maybe they said that you know it's still good to exercise while you're having a menstruation but I don't know so anyways those are basically our tips of menstruation so make sure that you do actually treat yourself because I think that this is this can be a time that you know might be hard on you especially the person who gave us a suggestion to do this podcast episode make sure that you do relax but also make sure that you basically do 
what you think is right and do what you want um and just keep that balance but obviously we did create this episode um since we actually did the poll of um in the chat library instagram so if you want to actually get involved in our polls participate get some motivational quotes look at our podcast previews and much more make sure to follow us on the at chat uh, at the chat library instagram and also make sure to definitely follow my personal instagram which is at Serbi scribbles where i post relatable poetry and photography and also make sure to check out my website sorebyscribbles.com if you want some more uh, exclusive tips and tricks for teenagers in weekly blog posts blog posts <laughs> okay so thank you very much for listening We hope you've enjoyed this podcast episode today and we hope you've learned something new. Please leave us a good review in Apple Podcasts and make sure to subscribe or follow us on Anchor, Apple Podcasts and Spotify for weekly podcasts here on the chat library. Most platforms are free and you don't even need to log on. Please check out the description box below for more information and we hope you have an amazing week ahead and we'll hopefully see you next time.